Amen. Well, good morning, Shiloh. Oh, let's praise the Lord. For he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, he's the great I am. Oh, he's a holy God. Join with me this morning as we sing Holy One. One, two, three. He is the King. He is the King of kings. Oh, King of kings, he is the king of kings, and the Lord of lords. Lord, he is the Lord of lords. He is the great I am. He's the great I am. He's the holy one. The holy one. Oh, he is the Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Lord of oh, Lords. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the great I He's am. The great I am. He's the Holy One. He's the Holy One. He's the Holy One. He's the says holy one holy one oh you can clap your hands at home
talk for a few minutes from the subject the church speaking truth to power the church speaking truth to power typically when we approach this passage this story we do so from the perspective of David and that's understandable David is the one who sins and is at the center of the text. David is the one that God set apart to be king. David is the one with the most notable legacy. It's through David's ancestral line that we receive Jesus, our Messiah. 
Add to that, David is remembered as a man after God's own heart. The David story here is very compelling. All at once, it's a love story, a lust story, and a loss story. All at once, it's a crime story, a conspiracy story, and a cover-up story. As a result of this story, David writes Psalm 51, where he cries for all of us who get caught in our sin. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to your tender mercy. Blot out my transgression. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. It's understandable that we would normally approach this text from the perspective of David. But today, we invite us to consider the two other parties involved in this story, God and Nathan, God's prophet. We have entitled this message, the, true, the Church Speaking Truth to Power, because that's what Nathan does before David and on God's behalf. Symbolically, Nathan represents the church on mission for God. God had blessed Nathan to have a close relationship with David. As king, David was the commander and chief of Israel's military. He decided when and with whom Israel went to war. David not only headed Israel's army, but he also had a private army, a secret service of sorts. 37 select individuals that did his bidding provided for his security, and eliminated his enemies. David was the head of the treasury. He decided when and how his people were taxed, and he decided how the wealth of the nation was utilized. David was the chief justice in charge of all of Israel's legal disputes. He decided who was prosecuted, which laws were upheld, and to what extent they were enforced. David was his own captain of industry. There's a reason why Jerusalem was called the city of David, because it was David who seized control of the city from the Jebusites and then built and expanded the borders of the city to include places for residence, centers for commerce, and of course, his own palatial residence. It was, in many respects, his own personal possession. David was a man in whom God had placed great power, and Nathan had been a part of David's celebrated career. 
According to 2 Samuel 7, it was Nathan with whom David conferenced about building a temple to the Lord. And it was Nathan whom God sent to tell David that a temple built by him would be neither appropriate nor necessary. But in that meeting, Nathan also announced to David the covenant he would enjoy with the Lord. I'm making you famous to be ranked with the great names on earth. I'm going to give you peace from all your enemies. I will raise up your child, your own flesh and blood to succeed you, and I'll firmly establish his rule. After this incident, David and Nathan wouldn't continue to enjoy a close relationship. Nathan would be the one who warned a dying David of a plot by David's son, Adonijah, to steal the throne of Israel. Nathan would chronicle the histories of both David and Solomon's reign over Israel. David and Nathan were so close that it's believed that David named one of his sons Nathan in his honor. But in this text, Nathan the prophet is on a different assignment. In this text, Nathan has been given an unpleasant task. In this text, Nathan has been charged by God to speak a tough truth to David on God's behalf. And my brothers and sisters, that's the key to understanding this message. God was the third party in the David-Nathan relationship. God was the overseer of the relationship between the church and power, and God would not be ignored. David tried to ignore God when he did what he did. When he gazed at Bathsheba and was captivated by her beauty, when he decided that looking at her wasn't enough and that he had to have her, when he used her for his pleasure and impregnated her and then sent her back home, David wasn't thinking about God when he tried to dupe Uriah and involve him in covering his sin, when Uriah wouldn't cooperate, and when David decided that Uriah had to die so that his sin could stay covered up, David wasn't thinking about God. When he brought Bathsheba into the palace and made her his wife, he wasn't thinking about God. But the fact that David wasn't thinking about God doesn't mean that God wasn't there. The last thing recorded in 2 Samuel chapter 11 about this whole scene is this. God was not pleased with what David did. Church, we must never forget that God is always the third party in the relationship between the church and power. And sometimes power tries to ignore the presence of God. 
Sometimes power is so caught up in being power that they fail to remember where their power came from. Sometimes power is so busy trying to protect their power that they forget that it was God who gave them power in the first place. And when power forgets about God, then power needs a refresher course from where real power comes. Real power doesn't reside with the president or the Congress or the Supreme Court. Real power is not found with the governor or the state legislature. Real power does not rest in the mayor's office or with the Metro Council. Real power is not vested in the Baton Rouge area foundation or in the corporate giants of this community. No, real power comes from the Lord. Any power that we have is just on loan to us for a little while but the one who has all the power the one who has all the glory will not be ignored he sees what you're doing he knows what's in your heart he he can't be fooled by our pretensions and and when we've done all we can to ignore him God will send somebody to speak truth to power that was Nathan's job in this text. That was his mission. That was his assignment. Nathan wasn't speaking on his own. Nathan was speaking what God had told him to speak. And God told Nathan to speak truth to power. So Nathan made an appointment to see David. And when he got in, he told David a story. He said, King, I need to pass this by you because you're the chief judge of the land. And I've learned that a terrible injustice has taken place in your kingdom. It seems that there were two men in the same city, one rich and one poor. The rich man had huge flocks of sheep and herds of cattle. The poor man had nothing but one little female lamb which he had bought and raised. It grew up with him and his children as a member of the family. It ate off of his plate and drank from his cup and slept on his bed. It was like a daughter to him. But one day a traveler dropped in on the rich man, and he was too stingy to take one of his own animals to make a meal for the visitor. So he took the poor man's only lamb and used it to feed his guest. And I just wonder, King, what do you think about that? How, how do you feel about that? How would you judge that? David became so outraged at the injustice that, that he said that the rich man had to pay. He said, the man who did this ought to be lynched. He has to repay for the lamb four times over for his crime and his stinginess. Church, I'm trying to close, but I just need to tell you today, it's not that power doesn't know what's right. It's that power doesn't want to do what's right. David knew what he had done. 
David knew how wrong he was. David knew how selfish he was. David knew how evil he had been. David knew how hurtful it had been. He knew how damaging it was. But David was so full of David that he just didn't care about anything or anybody else. And that's why God had to send somebody to speak truth to David. When David got mad, when, when David exploded, Nathan came back and said, King, don't get mad at him. You're the man. You're the one who's done this. And God sent me to say something to you. God sent me to say, boy, do you remember where you were when I found you? I picked you up and I made you king over Israel. I freed you from the fist of Saul. I gave you Saul's daughter and other wives to have and to hold. I gave you Israel and Judah. And if that wasn't enough, all you had to do was ask. And I would have given you so much more. So why would you have treated me and my word in such a brazen fashion? Why would you do this evil in my sight? My brothers and sisters, if the church is on mission for God, then our task is to be Nathan confronting David. Our task is to speak truth to power. And let me tell you something. Being Nathan takes courage. We must speak with courage to the powers in this world in the name of God. We must tell power that it ain't right that some people have access to everything while other folk have access to nothing. We must tell power that it's not right to take away health care from tens of millions of people in this nation. We must tell power it's not right to make a priority of profit over health and safety in the midst of a pandemic. We must tell power it's not right to permit food deserts to exist in this community so that poor people have no access to decent nutrition. We we must tell power it ain't right to build palaces downtown and let Scotlandville and Glen Oaks and Gardea continue to wallow in waste with no protection from predators, no employment, no opportunities, no safe places for their children to play. We must tell power you are the man. Nathan didn't know how David was going to respond to his message. But Nathan found his courage in his conviction to God. Nathan understood that as close as he and David were, his first allegiance was to God who called him and commissioned him. And church, if we are to speak truth to power, then we must be convicted by our first allegiance. It's nice that the mayor knows who you are. It's nice that you can pick up the phone and call your state legislator and he'll answer the phone. But can I tell you, that's not your first relationship. 
your first relationship is to your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Your first relationship is to the one who called you and appointed you and gave you the mission that you have. Your first allegiance is to speak in the name of Jesus to those who have forgotten where real power comes from. Final thing I need to tell you is that the purpose of our speaking truth must always be to generate a conversion. Nathan loved David. Nathan respected David. Nathan appreciated the work that David had done in administering the kingdom. So it brought Nathan no pleasure to confront David. But Nathan acting on behalf of the God who sent him was trying to generate a conversion in David. I know you know better. I know you can do better. You messed up and it's going to cost you, but God is not ready to throw you away. God still has work for you to do. You just need to get back on the right track. And in the end, David was converted. In the end, David got back on the right track with God. My brothers and sisters, when we speak truth to power, the purpose is not to destroy. The purpose is to rebuild. The purpose is to remind power that there is a higher power to which we are all answerable. The purpose is to challenge power to use what God gave them to improve the quality of life for everyone. For if we are going to give a good report to the Lord, then we've got to use what he gave us in the way that he intended for us to use it. You know, you do have to give a report. All of us have to stand before the Lord one day. I don't know what you want your report to be, but I think every now and then about the report that I want to give to the Lord. I, I want to tell the Lord, Lord, I did the best that I could with what you gave me. Lord, I stood for you. Lord, I spoke truth to power. Lord, I told power that it was answerable to another power. Lord, I told them who the other power is, that his name is Jesus. I told them that in Jesus' name, you've got to learn to love folk who hate you. In Jesus' name, you got to learn to serve folk who don't want mean you any good. In Jesus' name, you've got to lift up bow down heads and bind up broken hearts. In Jesus' name, you've got to serve everybody. The job of the church is to speak truth to power. It doesn't always make you popular. It doesn't get you invited to the dance and to the ball. But if you have integrity, and if you know who called you, and if you know what he called you to do, then it should not be a problem to stand in the shoes of the prophet and say, you are the one. Heavenly Father, thank you for a word that challenges us to be the church that you have called us to be. 
not to be the lapdog of government and of business and of industry, but to be the one that stands up in the shoes of the prophet and speaks truth to power and lets them know that God is not pleased when we misuse our brothers and sisters. Help us, dear God, to speak knowing that our allegiance is first to you who called us and who keeps us. Bless this simple word which has gone forth. May it be a help to those who have heard. Now, dear God, as we open the doors of your church, if there is someone who has been a part of this worship experience, who's outside of a relationship with you or out of fellowship with your church, we pray that something that has been said or done would touch their hearts and cause them to give their lives to you. We ask it humbly in the name of your son, Jesus, and for his sake we pray. Amen.